and H Gold. Hello and welcome to another edition of B and H Gold with me, B, bringing the gold and H. Mm. Well, I'm bringing the other bit. Yeah. So it is that time of year when yeah. we're starting to think of all things festive. I Ooh. have just been handed in the past few minutes. Can you hear my stomach rumbling genuinely? I can did actually. Did you hear did. that? Yeah, I did. did. you hear that? I did. I wonder what it was, but I'm um, glad you have your stomach. John yeah. Moss brought in some mince pies and there was a little bit of debate in the office about whether or not it was too early. I'm like, mate, it's after Hoptune. It's after bonfire night. We are good to go. Uh, so I'm going to eat this mince pie, but I should tell you... Mm that I do abide by the superstition that you shouldn't speak during your first mince pie of the season. Have you just made that superstition? No, genuinely. Up? So, sorry. You don't speak during eating your first mince pie of the season. Well, if anyone's actually heard of that one before, we would, of course, be delighted to hear, because I think that's actually just a superstition which is all of eight seconds old, because I've never, ever heard of that in my life before. Uh, so I think that's fantastic. Did you know as well, you can actually get a whole mince pie in your mouth at once? That's pretty impressive. It's like watching sort of a car drive off the end of a cliff. Um, well, yes, if you have heard of, of that, uh, we'd, we'd be intrigued to hear. So if you have heard, yeah, drop us a line. Howard Kane at MaxRadio.com or whatever your email address. It's probably just something like Beth, Beth Espy at MaxRadio.com. We'd be intrigued to hear and uh, we'll give you a mention. And if it's really good, we'll give you a Max Radio mug because we're generous like that. It's always nice to hear. Uh, well, there we go. I've never heard that before in my life. I'll tell you what I was thinking since we started off on foodstuffs, which is very much a Christmas foodstuff, satsumas. I do love satsumas. And it's another one of my things where people... I wrote an article on it ages ago for uh, Max Life or one of the magazines over here because everyone cross-references things like clementines, satsumas, tangerines, um, oranges. These sort of Christmas oranges all get mixed up together. And in fact, they're sort of different. Uh, and so I am a satsuma man, which are very different to clementines, which are different again to tangerines, which are different again to mandarin oranges. So I'm just saying that. Right, that's just stuffing your face. Can you hear that munching? Just munch by the mic there. It's like, it's like one of those slow moments on Radio 4 when you hear cows eating grass, isn't it? Do it again. It's quite good, that. <laughs> right. Well, while you're just uh, finishing that one I'm off, done. Oh, I'm you? finished. Oh, okay. I was trying not to fast. eat by the microphone because I cannot stand listening to people eat. Well, I'm quite intrigued now. Oh, I don't I know. It. I mean, I, I do sometimes... I'll, I'll confess now. It's probably a sackable offence. I do listen to Radio 4 when I'm not listening to Max Radio, which is all the time, of course as everyone does, uh, but they do have slow radio now where they quite often, someone people send in recordings of something which is just rather like that and quite often it'll be something like literally cows eating grass or, I don't know, birds coming onto the bird table and pecking at the window or something like wow. that or grinding flour in an old flour mill, Gosh. something which is sort of slow and quite meditative mm. and doesn't sort of rush and they'll just play like 30, 40 seconds of something like that or ducks paddling in the water. Do you get people sending in things like bone cracking? No, that's not relaxing, is it? Well, I think, no, I think it's very satisfying and relaxing. Go on, then. I can't do it. But, oh. um, no, I oh, can't do that? it. Something cracked. Something was cracked. Um, yeah, I can't just, do no. it at will. But there are those YouTube videos, aren't there, where people sort of just literally crack every one of their 206 bones. Oof. I've heard. I've heard. I don't watch them, Can obviously. you do that? Can you crack your coccyx? Mm? Yeah. Oh, no. It's, no, you can't. You can't didn't hear that. I heard something. Did you? Yeah. Which is a slightly worrying. Um, I saw yeah, a couple of things I've spotted in the news, which sort of always makes me sort of vaguely uh, 
smile a bit. The rivalry between Cornish towns. Do you see this one? Quite pronounced. Those each side of the Camel Trail always insisting their town is best. Uh, they're suggesting now there could be a sort of foul play uh, at, uh, at or foul play at play. Can foul play play at play? I don't um, know. Foulness foul at play. Foul play at hand. Um, um, well, anyway, you know the sort of thing in any case. Basically, one of these towns, Bodmin, uh, has had a toilet named after it by B&Q. So you can now go Bogmin. to... Bogmin? Bogmin. Well, no, you can now go, apparently, to B&Q online. Other hardware stores are available, clearly. Uh, and buy a Bodmin close-coupled toilet with standard close seat. Right. And the people of Bodmin aren't very happy about this because they feel it's rather dirtying their town oh. name. It also raises the, the whole question. There's 16,500 people in Bodmin, apparently. The seventh biggest town in Cornwall. And it's historically important. B&Q say the open-back, close-coupled toilet from Plumshire's Bodmin range comes with a standard close seat and white seat and has a dual flush. But then there's people reviewing toilets. Right. And the Bodmin gets 3.8 with someone saying... Is that out of five? Yeah. Toilet okay. is pretty average. Now, how... I mean, I'm just running this one by you. Yeah. How do you rate a toilet? I mean, if you're going for your toilet experience, what's the difference between a good toilet and a bad toilet? Well, isn't it interesting that actually toilet design probably Hasn't isn't changed. the best Is it either? Well, no, apparently not because of the way it forces you to sit that actually... Oh, squatting. Yeah, squatting would be better. Yeah, but, but, but sort of... Uh, I mean, obviously, anyone who's travelled... Well, either in France and certainly in Asia. I mean, if you go through Thailand and these sort of places, you might struggle to find a standard Western yeah. loo. And most of the women I know sort of go, oh, no, it's a squatter and don't like it at I all. I wouldn't like it at all. But That's... I think you're right. Anatomically and all the rest of it, I'm told that that is far and away the best way to relieve yourself. Mm, interesting. You're not a squatter then? No, not a happy squatter? Would you walk miles to go and find a standard bog? A standard bog? Don't call it a standard um yeah i i don't know i i'd struggle i think it, dep well, it depends if you've got to go you've got to go i'm That's much true. less fussy now i have to say since having children so before i had yeah Garden, before i had road. kids i was got to... really really funny about going into public loose and if there was anybody there i couldn't go for a wee if i thought anybody could hear me so there was one time i went to york and i love york i was only there for the day it took me over two and a half hours to find a loo without somebody in it. Said, oh, two and a half hours to have a wee you just went just going for a wee all the family How standing ridiculous out there saying, where's mum she's still in the loo yeah. well she's been there it for was, two hours i know it was pre-children now i just don't care but um yeah it's funny isn't it i wonder why don't we have soundproof toilet booths Money, I imagine, because you look at most toilet booths, it's just like a piece of, you know, there's they're just cubicles, aren't they, with a little bit of chipboard or something yeah. in between to protect your modesty. And that's I it. always just feel so bad, you know, if you're in a loo and you're just like washing your hands and somebody else is in there and, and clearly... I know what you mean. You know what I mean. Yeah. And I just feel so awful for when people in that situation. Just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> so, oh, bless you. I'll tell you where you need to go and live. Go on. Japan. Are they, oh, I've heard the toilets are amazing. The do they toilets. wash themselves or something? The toilets they do. Like... Uh, they do all sorts. And that the uh, yes, I went a few years ago, and I'm hoping to go back. It's really, really loved it. Um, and the toilet, I'd heard about the toilets, and it was true. First loo I went to, I went in, I thought, oh my lord, I don't know what to do. It was the, the, there were so many buttons to press. I thought, which one do I do? So I, I sort of, you know, I'd used the loo, and then I pressed a button, sort of vaguely at random, thinking, what's this? And a little arm shut out the back of the loo and squirt, squirted water at me, Jaxie. <laughs> little arm. No, but actually, but there's two different arms because I, I think I got the wrong one because oh. there's one arm for like for ladies and another arm for, for gents. 
So, uh, and I think I originally got the ladies bit, which comes out a bit further and actually sort of squirted underneath my necks rather than sort of, yeah. I bet you were wishing you'd pressed the men's button, weren't you? Hey? <laughs> well, I got the hang of it in the end. But then, which, getting back to your story that you see, then later on, we also had the wonderful uh, Rob Tier with us uh, from Teachers Mags over here, who also speaks fluent Japanese or very good Japanese, having lived there for 10 years. And he'd actually organised this trip. And so he was our font of knowledge on all things toilet and Japanese. And so I went into one loo and uh, by, by the end of the trip, I was really enjoying these toilets, pushing buttons and finding out what they did. Wonderful and always worked. And then there was this button with a music symbol on it. And I thought, oh, that's nice. You can get some music whilst you're doing your business. So I pressed it and nothing happened. And like everything works in Japan, it seems to me, not like sort of Manchester Airport where nothing works at all. It's like everything works. And so I told Rob afterwards and said, I can't believe it, Rob. I found something in one of these toilets that doesn't work. One of the buttons didn't work. I pushed this music button. He said, ah, yes, I know what it is. He says, what that is, is in fact, it's a modesty button, as you said. So when you do it in your cubicle, if there's two or three cubicles together, it doesn't play music in your cubicle. It plays cubicle in the, mu in the cubicle next door. It plays music so that if you're, you know, like I said, you're a bit worried at making a little bit more noise than you are anticipating. Oh, All the person wonderful. next door's here is a bit of, you know, David Bowie or Beethoven. Isn't that a great idea? Yeah. There you are. So that's where you need to go. Or yeah. you can try and, you know, okay. try and campaign. Any more Lou Bay stories, do get in touch. Uh, <laughs> I feel like we've exhausted the Lou based uh, <laughs> chat, surely. But anyway. I'm liking that. Well, um, I'll stay on the tour. We'll stay on the tour that theme then. Uh, the Scottish village of Cockbridge uh, said they've got fed up. They're trying to find tamper-proof signs because it keeps getting nicked all the time. And the local authorities, it's all very well people stealing them, but they never come back and it's costing us a lot of money. Um, and I do rather like at the end of this article, it says... Speaking of funny names, last year a motorbike riding fundraiser went on a tour of Britain's naughtiest street and place names in memory of a friend who died of cancer. Uh, he started off in Shitterton, travelled to Twat, taking in Butthole Lane and Cockburn's Path. <laughs> I could just see you doing that. What can I say? What can I say? And uh, <laughs> Oh yeah, this is another one. I, it made me vaguely think of me, this one. Uh, a man uh, formerly described as the world's dirtiest... Uh, has died shortly oh. after taking a shower. Oh, I heard about this. Did you hear this one? Yeah, was it on the news? it was. Yeah. Amu Haji uh, reportedly gave up washing 67 years ago, convinced it could bring him bad luck and even kill him. And he actually died shortly after he had a shower, although no link, apparently, has been... He might have just died of old age. Oh. He was in his 90s. Um, well, he could have either been very late 80s or early 90s, and... Um, Apparently, he was well known for his unusual lifestyle choices, according to Tehran Times, including eating raw roadkill, drinking from puddles and smoking a pipe filled with dry animal poo. <laughs> wow. It does make you wonder, though, whether it's true that if after a certain time of not washing, you start to, you know, your body sort of cleans itself. They say that about hair, don't they? If you they leave do. it for long enough, your hair will start washing itself. Well, I can tell you a bit more about that because uh, apparently he was studied by our medical fraternity and um, a short documentary was made about him in 2013, The Strange Life of Amu Haji. As well as his hygiene habits, he was known for his good health, with scientists running several tests on him last year to see if he had any diseases or parasites. Dr Galmareza Malavi from the School of Public Health in Tehran said all they found was a trichinosis parasitic infection, but that appeared to be causing no actual symptoms to him whatsoever. He concluded... Uh, Uncle Haji must have remained so healthy by developing an extremely strong immune system over the years. Well, you've always sort of gone by that sort of thing, haven't you, of not being too clean. I don't mean that you don't wash. 
gosh. No, I don't mean... No, <laughs> sorry. Can I maybe edit can just this bit? That no. <laughs> by not being too clean. What, what, what's this based well, on? Well, you sort of do... Well, you've said this before. You have said it, that you think... Yeah. That you can be too conscious about oh, being think, healthy and clean yeah. and whatever. Or eating bogeys sometimes. That's the, what I was yeah. getting to, but I didn't yeah. want to say it. Yeah, I think that possibly can help a little bit. There's been a bit of scientific research on Do you, that. Has maybe. there, though? So I'm told. Mm. Did you hear about the museum in Perth in Scotland that was uh, looking for a new name so a brand new museum up there and they had a, a little bit of a conflab about it got some people together and they came up with the name of Perth Museum <laughs> <laughs> how much did that cost <laughs> it does make you wonder doesn't it it does make you wonder uh, I'll tell you another one that makes you wonder and this isn't this is just all, I did look at this and thought that's incredible isn't it I mean as you know, I do quite a few birdie and sort of naturey type things, and I'm always fascinated naturist. by birds. Not well, actually, I wouldn't mind doing a naturist no, type I bet thing. You wouldn't. Yeah, I've wondered about doing a bit of life modelling. Yeah, no, you could do it. Obviously, for those with big pencils and things. Um, Yes, a bird. This is a, a young bar-tailed godwit, and that is a real bird. A bar-tailed godwit. I've heard of this, and. Um, it apparently has set a, a new non-stop distance record for migratory birds. Oh. So it had been, it'd been tagged uh, as a hatchling in Alaska in the Northern Hemisphere in the summer and they managed to put on a... I feel a bit sorry for him, really. As a young bird, they put on a GPS chip and a tiny oh. solar panel. Oh, my goodness. Uh, on the back of this bird so they could actually follow its migration um, to see where he was actually going. And uh, after... At the age of around about five months, this bird it left southwest. Can't even say it. it left southwest Alaska on the Yukon Delta on October the thirteenth, and touched down eleven days later. How far do you think it had actually flown non-stop? Non-stop. Mm -hmm. So um, it never. So they actually tracked it. So they know it didn't actually stop anywhere else at all. Okay. It took off and then flew. I'm going to say something like a couple of hundred miles. It flew for eight thousand four hundred and thirty-five <gasps> miles non-stop. 11 oh. days of purely being in the air. Somehow or other, they sleep in the air. I don't know how that works. And then touch down. So it basically flew from Alaska to Tasmania nonstop. Isn't that incredible? That's something, isn't it? That eh? really is. Even you couldn't do that. I was going to make some joke about you being nonstop, but I thought probably wouldn't. It's my middle name. <laughs> any any uh, happy smiles? So we've had your mince pie. I've had my satsuma, which is my go-to smiley food at this time of the year. Get a nice satsuma down yet and you can have a mince pie. And oh, I wish I'd had my mince pie hot, actually, hot with ice cream. Oh, yeah, that's a bit quite radical. Nice, a bit yeah. radical. Um, um, yeah. Any good smiles you've seen of late? Or I'm trying to think whether I saw a nice one or not quite recently. What does this say about us that we can't think of one? That is, yeah. I'm, I just don't know whether I've spotted one that's actually really caught yeah. my eye, particularly. Maybe we should get people to send their smiles in. Yeah, send your smiles in. Sunny smiles. If you can send a nice smiley picture of yourself with your name and why you've got a good smile, we'll, um, yeah, we'll give you a Max Radio mug. Well, something. A Manx Radio something. Manx Radio something. Yeah, something yeah. nice in Manx Radio. Whatever we got most of. Uh, <laughs> that sounds about right. Howard Kane at manxradio.com. Beth Espy at manxradio.com. Always uh, happy to hear these things. Righto. Um, some music to finish our B&H Gold for this uh, little uh, outburst. It's um, my turn, isn't oh, it? Oh, it is your turn. It yep. is your turn. Yeah, we had um, Fat Swallow last time, I think. I am going to choose Ice Ice Baby oh, by that the one Vanilla from Ice. Oh. From what? Is that Ice Ice Baby? That one that, with the rice pudding. I don't remember that. No, it wasn't, isn't it an advert for um, Danone rice pudding or something? Absolutely no idea. Nice ice baby. No? 
Okay. Okay. Right. Uh, but anyway, we are going to choose this because it's my party piece because I know all the words. Go on then. Well, you're going to sing some of them. You need to play it so oh. I can sing along with it. Okay. Um, I'll see if I can find a blooper. There might be a blooper somewhere. I'll see if I can dig one out and uh, I can. If not, I'll save it for next time. Whatever. I'll see if I can find. In any case. Uh, welcome to breakfast, Ben and Sh- Ben and Sean. You're Chris not Ben. And, I'm not Ben. No, Chris and Sean. Uh, for a couple of hours until half past nine. Okay. We then. So uh, ice, ice baby. Yes. Yeah. So here it goes. Ice, ice baby. Take Just it away. Play it. Just play it. Right, we'll play it. See you next time. Let's kick it. Collaborate and listen. I sit back with my brand new invention. Something grabs a hold of me tightly. Flow like a harpoon daily and nightly. Will it ever stop? Yo, I don't know. Turn off the lights and I'll glow. To the extreme, I rock a mic like a vandal. Light up a stage and wax a chump like a candle. Dance. Corrupt the speaker that booms. I'm killing your brain like a poisonous mushroom. Deadly. When I play a dope melody, anything less than the best is a felony. Love it or leave it. You better gain weight. You better hit bulls out of kid. Don't play. If there was a problem, yo, I'll solve it. Check out the hook while my DJ revolves it. Like a pound of bacon Burning them Being quick and nimble I go crazy when I hear a cymbal And a hi-hat With a souped-up tempo I'm on a roll It's time to go solo Rolling In my 5.0 Put my rag top down So my hair can blow The girl is on standby Waiting just to say hi Did you stop? No, I just drove I kept on Pursuing to the next stop I bust a left And I'm heading to the next block The block was dead, yo So I continue to A1A Girls were hot wearing less than bikinis Rock men lovers driving Lamborghinis Jealous Cause I'm out getting mine Shade with the gauge and vanilla with the nine Ready for the chumps on the wall The chumps acting ill because they're full of eight ball Gunshots ranged out like a bell I grabbed my nine, all I heard was shells Falling on the concrete real fast Jumped in my car, slammed on the gas Bumper to bumper, the avenue's packed I'm trying to get away before the jack is jacked Police on the scene, you know what I mean? They passed me up, could run it all the dope fiends If there was a problem, yo, I'll solve it Check out the hook while my DJ revolves it Take heed, cause I'm a lyrical poet Miami's on the scene just in case you didn't know it My town, that created all the bass sound Enough to shake and kick Rhymes you can vision and feel Conducted and formed, this is a hell of a concept We make it hype, and you want us to print this Shape plays on a fade, sliced like a ninja Cut like a razor blade, so fast Other DJs say, damn, damn. a rhyme was a drug I'd sell it by the gram Keep my composure when it's time to get loose Magnetized by the mic while I kick my juice If there was a problem, yo, I'll solve it Check out the hook while DJ revolves it B&H don't condone smoking or any other dirty habits that are bad for you other than the ones Beth likes. Any similarity between the podcast B&H Gold and the Benton and Hedges cigarette of the same name is intentional and done purely for comic effect, albeit piss poor. Beth Espy is the registered trade name of Beth Espy Enterprises, available for voiceovers, corporate hosting, TV shows about cars, talking about motorbikes with greasy biker types, and looking after other people's children, but not at the same time. H is the first letter of Howard Kane. The series is sponsored by no one at all. It isn't likely to be. I'm extremely love strange.